All right, team, good morning. It's Gary Morris from DLC Group of Companies Head Office. It is Thursday, January 23rd. My, oh my, how fast this year is already starting. Uh, first off, to all of you, uh, welcome. And to many of you, welcome again. Uh, a lot of you know I've been doing a series of uh, training calls for uh, not only our owners, but our agents, and, and just really trying to sort of do our part to start off the uh, new year and get everyone on the right track and, and help some of you with sort of clear step-by-step, -step, um, you know, step-by-step uh, -step steps, I guess, uh, to help you get out of the gate uh, fast. And as I've said to you, some of you on some of my other calls, it's a great spot for me to be right now because I've had this very, very unique perspective over the last 14 years, uh, reviewing, you know, uh, three brands, top professionals, and the habits of uh, those that you know have uh, reached their potential, or those who have excelled, sort of in our in our space. So, uh, you know, I get the uh, pleasure of um, sharing those best practices uh, with you. So, uh, you know, so first off, as I said, there's a lot of you on this call. There's there's about 700, and today's call is about you know how to build raving fans and and what a raving fan is and how it'll impact your your business. A lot of the stuff on, on the call, uh, some of it, you know, I know uh, you've heard different iterations uh, over the years. Uh, some things I'm sure a lot of you are doing. Uh, some things there's probably, you know, opportunities for you to uh, improve on. Um, I'll start off by saying, you know, when you build raving fans, you're, you're trying to get people on your side. You're trying to get people who you're going to interact with every single day, you know, to really understand you as a person and how genuine and, and authentic you are and, you know, your keen interest in, in helping them. and it's just really positioning yourself uh, and doing things that most other people aren't. And it's funny because, you know, as you do that, your, your personal brand, your business brand uh, starts to improve. And your brand is like a cookie. You know, every time someone crosses your path or interacts with you, you know, it's like those people are taking a little bite out of that cookie every day. So, you know, one of the things that I want you to think about is what kind of taste does that leave in, in your customer's mouth? Are you, and is your business a sugar cookie? Are you something that, you know, is much worse than that? Uh, so that's the way I want you to think about it. So, you know, many of you were probably on that January 7th business building and goal setting 90 minute call that I did. And I know 90 minutes uh, is a long time. Um, the feedback was absolutely awesome. Today's call, we're gonna try to get it done, hopefully in less than, uh, you know, 45 or 50 minutes, but a maximum of one hour. And from here on out, a lot of these training modules are going to be just 30 minutes sort of fast hits, right? So very specific, no setup, no warning, just, you know, here are the goods, take it and, uh, and go. That way I can do these consistently uh, going forward. So anyway, that, that business building call that we did, if you, if you weren't on that, if you're on this call today and, and you didn't get a copy of that audio series, that we did on January 7th, please email my assistant Tara at dlc.ca right away. The feedback has been uh, incredible. Not only did we identify your goals, uh, identify the reasons for you wanting to achieve those goals and the steps that you have to do to accomplish them, uh, you know, via a consistent sort of rhythm chart that we're going to speak about again today. Um, but you know, uh, the feedback that we have gotten on those and the people that have sent out that reminder letter to your database of what you do, 
you know, it's been all over social media, guys. It's been over social media for weeks. I mean, I've had hundreds and hundreds of people ask for that letter. I have so many testimonials and feedback of people saying, oh my God, that letter went out to my database. And, you know, I instantly got calls back and I got, you know, 12 applications and I set 16 meetings. And, you know, I started doing those calls, Gary, that you spoke about on that call and I used your script and, you know, oh my goodness, it was so nice to reconnect. And, you know, I always felt in the past that if I reached out, you know, I had a fear of being too salesy. And in fact, uh, you know, I've been uh, absolutely just blown away with, you know, how receptive people are and how much business it's brought in. So I'm going to continue to share those testaments, but I just have to tell you, it's been absolutely incredible. So if you haven't been, uh, or you haven't listened to that, that call, I had a comment yesterday from someone that sent me an email and she goes, Gary, it was amazing. Cause I, you know, I got a copy of your recording afterwards. I listened for the first five or 10 minutes. I heard it was about goal setting. She said, I've been setting goals for many, many, many years already. I already done that this year. And then I was asking my, my, my owner, you know, about something else. And he said, well, Gary went through it on his call. So she goes, I went back and actually listened to the whole thing. And she said, my mistake. She goes, oh my God, I got so much for my business. So just as a reminder, if you haven't got that audio link, please reach out and, and get that audio link. So today, when we talk about building raving fans, there's four areas that we're going to focus on uh, throughout this, this call. And those four areas are your database, your current business partners, your, what I call dream 10, a new target list of people who you would like to start working with. Maybe they're, you know, realtors in your area. Maybe they're, you know, uh, the HR department at a, at a large company that you want to, you know, internally be their, you know, default mortgage broker. Maybe it's, you know, a uh, bank manager or a bank loan officer that you want to start working with. So they refer the turn down uh, business to you. Uh, or maybe it's, you know, a, a current bank mobile mortgage sales force. Uh, who constantly have turned downs and who constantly can't get deals done because they only have the products of that financial institution. Uh, and then fourth is we're going to talk about building raving fans around uh, social media and, you know, how we can do daily posts to get, you know, people more familiar with us so they feel comfortable uh, reaching out. So when I talk about your database, your database is your past customers, everyone you've done a business with, you've done business with. Uh, but also customers that you've actually had in your database that you started collecting information on that you maybe took an application uh, that you didn't fund the transaction with. They are uh, also very, very valuable in your database. And we're going to talk about, you know, cleaning that database up today. When I talk about building raving fans around your current business partners, your BDMs, your underwriters, you know, any realtors or accountants or loan officers that you're working with that are referring your business appraisers. Uh, these are people that already, you know, have, um, you know, worked with you, already respect you, already trust you, obviously. Uh, and we want to make sure that we really recognize those people and we want to elevate them. And it's something that, you know, some of us haven't done a good job at. We just sort of get used to it. We think they're friends of ours. And, you know, I wouldn't use the word taking it for granted, but we, we you know, we, we aren't as, as, you know, keenly focused on taking care of those people and they should be, you know, our highest priority. So I'm going to talk about that a little bit. Um, and, and then last, uh, as I said, we're going to go through sort of the social media component. So those are the four areas, database, current business partners, uh, dream 10, uh, new targets that you'd like to have referring you business and then social media. So today's call really, you know, the core is around building raving fans, um, and the areas in your business to focus this initiative around. And it's funny cause it's, it's something that's so easy, but it's typically not done. Uh, very well or, or not consistent, you know, enough. 
And I'll tell you, you know, from my own perspective, you know, I firmly believe guys in eating my own cooking. So things that I'm asking you to do, uh, I have done for a long period of time, or I am doing some things as we start, you know, focusing and training, you know, I realize, oh my God, I've slid. I used to do this all the time. Or I used to do it more frequently. I used to do it more consistent. And when I did, it was awesome, but just something happened, life got in my way and, and I, I stopped doing it. And that's totally okay. So, I mean, you know, just like that January 7th, you know, business building call that has just had such like thousands of rating reviews and fans and comments and, oh my God, what happened, you know, to my database. It's been amazing. You know, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's something that is, is very, very easy to do, but you know, a lot of you just needed that sort of reminder or that push to actually, you know, go to work and actually do it. You know, the excuse I'm busy or I didn't get around to it. I mean, you know, busy is the most insidious word in the English language as far as I'm concerned, because, you know, we hide behind that word to avoid doing the things that we don't want to do. And, and the difference between super successful and average or even, you know, struggling brokers is that, you know, they do the hard work even when they don't want to. They just schedule it in, they time block and they do it. And, you know, it really is, is that simple. I mean, there's no rocket science. There's nobody that I can say in the Canadian mortgage space and I know them all that I can go, oh my God, they're so smart. They're so engaging, such a great communicator. I, I'm never, you know, could be that, you know, so I'll never be them. Like none of that matters. You know, people, the large majority of people are introverts. You know, they don't, you don't need to be shiny and hugely communicative and, you know, you don't need to be, you know, incredibly articulate. You just need to be kind and genuine and authentic and you need to stay in touch. And it's really that simple. This is not difficult. It's not rocket science. So um, what is a raving fan? Well, a raving fan, in my opinion, is someone who will go absolutely out of their way to support you, to propel, to propel you, to, to elevate you, to happily, with conviction, you know, refer, you know, uh, clients to you, to defend you, you know, uh, when something comes up and someone says, I had a bad experience or, you know, I've heard this about this person. I mean, that happens. The more successful you get, guys, I promise you, the more people are going to, you know, talk about you and, and say to other people, you know, how, you know, uh, you shouldn't be this successful and you fooled us all or you've done something different or you're, you know, you're not a, you know, you're not, you know, a, a truthful broker or whatever it is. I mean, that's unfortunately the world we live in, you know, when, when you're starting to do well and you're, and you're rising up and you're passing those around you you know, rather than saying, oh my God, this person has done the little things that make the difference. Often people will say, you know, not to you all the time, but to others around, well, hey, listen, there's something going on there. This person, you know, like, I don't know about them. I, I'd be very suspect of how they do business. And these people who are raving fans defend you. And, and I think, you know, I think I'm, I'm probably the very best testament of that. You know, like we came to the industry 14 years ago and, and we dominated the industry. We've been number one since 2010. And, and I think, you know, there's really no reason for us to be number one other than I think, you know, I think we're genuine. I, I just think that, you know, we know who our customer is. Our customer is you, you know, plain and simple. Your customer is the client. And, you know, I think we've done a really, really good job building raving fans and, and myself in particular, you know, my whole life. I mean, you know, I've done the little extra things uh, that, you know, maybe when we were doing them didn't have a immediate, you know, result or impact. Uh, but that's not what we're doing. We're doing them because, you know, doing good things, recognizing people, pointing out the good that they do on a regular basis, you know, makes people like you more. And when they like you more, they just go, oh my God, that person's amazing. And they're so supportive. I want to help them. They make, you know, open doors and make introductions. So this is what this is all about. Um, I had a, a conversation with Joel Olson yesterday, uh, one of our top performers at DLC, just a really great guy, been around for a long time. 
And, uh, and he said, Gary, you know, I'd like you to bring up sort of when I'm building raving fans, you know, if I've done something wrong or, you know, no matter what, if I've upset a customer, how do I reverse that? You know, cause that happens, right? Something doesn't go, you know, perfect. We have more documentation requirements than ever before. The customer gets frustrated. You do the transaction, but you can just feel that the relationship isn't, you know, as, as good as the relationship is. And I said, Joel, you know what? So number one, when you are in business today and that happens with a mortgage customer or a referral or maybe a realtor you're working with. So when a breakdown happens, act fast. So immediately, you know, uh, try to solve that. Call that, that customer, you know, explain to them how important they are, you know, uh, explain to them that you understand, you know, the, the, you know, how they feel. Uh, whatever you do, do not debate who is right, right? You know, who is right, but you said this or you didn't send that. I promise you that only inflames the situation. What you want to do is you want to solve that problem for the emotion. And when you solve it for the emotion and you're not debating, you know, uh, they all of a sudden go, you know, oh my God, I'm, I'm appreciative that you've recognized this and, you know, you're willing to, you know, take some ownership on this. And it really is, is, is that simple, right? A lot of us just want to debate and prove who, who is right. The other thing is when you have a problem that comes up, solve fast. I mean, speed is the most important thing in our business today. So even if you ultimately do the right thing when someone is unhappy with you or when you complain, if you do it a week later and you finally go, yeah, you're right. I've done my investigation now. You know, I see how you feel. You know, whether you did something right or you didn't do something right, in their mind, there's a breakdown. And if you solve it even seven days later, they'll be happy you solved it. They will thank you. But the reputation damage is still done. They're still going to have a bad taste in their mouth and they're not going to refer you. They're not going to be raving fans. But when you respond to someone when a breakdown happens, that is the very, very best time to create what I call an unexpected emotional connection where they go, oh my God. And it's often those times where you can turn someone who maybe, you know, didn't like you or wasn't supporting you or you heard was saying something negative about you or an unhappy customer into a raving fan because shit happens. Everyone knows that. But the fact that you responded very quickly and ran towards that problem rather than hoping it would go away, I can't tell you how impactful that is. So Joel, I'm happy to extend that conversation and, and elaborate on that. So why build raving fans? Well, the reason why you want to build raving fans everywhere you go is that it's simple. Life gets easier when people, you know, like you and respect you. And when you go out of the way to regularly do, you know, things that everybody else isn't doing, to say nice things, to find ways, you know, daily or weekly that you can, you know, congratulate them or identify them or find good things that they are doing and be gracious and appreciative, they automatically just, you know, instinctively move you into the raving fan category and they start supporting you. So they'll make introductions for you. They'll escalate transactions for you. Remember, a third-party validation is much more valuable than any marketing you could ever do right? It's much more, much more valuable than using, you know, your own social media, your own advertising campaigns. You guys have all heard me say that advertising is the tax that you pay for A, not building raving fans and B, right? Not staying in touch with the database. You don't, we don't have to spend big money in our business in order to do, you know, amazing things. We just have to focus on these four items that I'm going to speak to you today about when it comes to building raving fans. So that raving fans, you know, is going to make exceptions for you. They're going to escalate tough transactions for you. They're going to go out of their way to uh, insist in a, you in any way possible. They're going to refer business to you with undisputable conviction. They're going to say, Gary's my guy. Listen, 
He's awesome. He's the best in the mortgage space. If he can't do it, no one can. I've worked with him for so long. I've sent him so many customers. They're going to go on social media today. And it's the equivalent of putting you on a platform, on a stage with 10,000 people. And they're going to say great things about you. That is the value of social proof. That's why everyone, every time I do one of these training calls, I go, guys, let's build the Canadian mortgage space up together. Let's educate consumers what we do. Let's send that remind you know, my database of exactly what I do, because, you know, I asked you to, 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 to comment on social media afterwards because social proof is so unbelievably powerful. So, you know, that's why we want to build raving fans. So of the four areas, and I am going to give you, just so you know, guys, a summary at the end of this call with some action steps for you and some reminders of what we're going through today, because, you know, as you can see already, we're moving at a very fast pace. So social media, there is three platforms that you need to be on, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And I know many of you are already on them already. Many of you, you know, have friended me. You see all the posting that I do and, you know, in the comments that I make. Uh, if you're not on at least those three, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, you need to make sure that, you know, uh, you learn those systems. Guys, you can learn them in 90 minutes. It's a 90 minute investment of your time. The reason why they have, you know, billions of people on these platforms is because they're very easy to use. They're really point and click. And I'm saying that only to maybe those of you who aren't using it effectively or who have said, you know, I don't believe in it. You should believe in it when it comes to business because it is the simplest, most cost-effective, easiest uh, platform that I know to educate and inform your clients of exactly what you do but to build raving fans. So, you know, I always say, well, you know, this whole, this whole message of building raving fans, the best way I can put it is making love every day. Find a way to make love every day. Reach out. And I don't mean, you know, I know what some of you are thinking when I say make love every day. God, if you can do that too, great. But, you know, in your business, make love every day. Find people doing things right and be that person that actually engages and does the extra work to recognize and validate and appreciate that person. And when you can do it publicly on a, on a social media post, when you're saying something nice or a comment that is meaningful and has an emotional connection, it's, you know, the value of that is, is 10X or 20X or 100X because you're saying something nice in front of all of their friends and family and other coworkers and business partners. It's third party validation and it's way more powerful than anything they could ever say about themselves. So, you know, an authentic and authentic, and this is the key, you know, when you're working with your lenders or underwriters or past customers, when you're mailing them out a, you know, a stay in touch letter, reminding them what you do, when you're, you know, reaching out to them uh, on uh, snail mail about a mortgage renewal, you know, the more authentic and genuine you can be, the more powerful it'll be. An authentic, genuine shout out about how awesome someone is or what you appreciate about them on social media is unbelievably valuable. Because as I said, it's like putting them on, on a stage, you know, and, and shouting it out to all their friends. It makes them feel good and they appreciate it because we don't do it enough. Now, here's a warning. You know, you don't want to go on social media and start making comments every single day if they're disingenuous, right? You need to actually make a comment on something you really mean. If you're disingenuous and you're just doing this as a, you know, means to stay in touch and make money, people see right through that, you know? So there's some work to this. So again, first step is social media. 
there's three platforms that you need to be on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. I want to settle a debate. People say, should I have a business page or should I have a personal page? You know, if you have a business page now, great, you know, that's fine, but you should have, and everything you do should be on your personal page. Some people will say, I don't believe in him. I don't want people looking at my life. Well, if you're in business and you want to communicate at a faster rate than any other way available, you know, uh, in the world, then you need to be on that. And you need to be on a personal page, a personal page with the authentic, you know, you and pictures of you and your family is best. You know, I, I get people all the time that say, well, you know, I don't want to use my photos or show them pictures of what I'm doing. I'm, I'm too old. I'm too gray. I'm too fat. I, are you kidding me? That is the exact right, you know, uh, replica of what your customer is. They're too old. They're too gray. They're too, they have all the same concerns you do. And when you resonate and they connect with you via, you know, you personally, and, and they understand, you know, your struggles, struggles always, you know, bring somebody closer, bring a relationship closer when you share your struggles with somebody than when you share your successes. When you share your successes, you know, too often, they go, oh my God, look at this guy, you know, da, 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 he doesn't understand. It's not relatable to me. When you share your struggles, you know, it does. So I would put everyone on your personal uh, social uh, media. Uh, again, clients gravitate to authenticity. Um, now, here's a warning for you as well. If on social media, you know, you have things that aren't appropriate, remember anything on social media, just think about it's going to be the lead story on the six o'clock news tonight. It is out there, it is captured forever. So, you know, obviously most of us, we're good, genuine, authentic people. We're not doing stupid stuff, you know, on a regular basis. We all, you know, I'm the poster child for it on occasion, but you know, I'm certainly not putting it on, uh, on social media. So, you know, I mean, always, always think that, you know, uh, before what you're, what you're posting uh, on social media. If you're in Mexico and you're doing shooters off, you know, off, you know, somebody's navel, remove those photos, obviously. You know, don't post political views on there. Um, so the biggest misconception on social media is, oh, I don't want to get on it, it's too much work. I don't know how to write the content. I don't, you know, know how to create those really cool, you know, quotes or social media, you know, tiles every single day. Guess what? You don't have to. Here's, here is the trick for building raving fans with social media. And it's this simple. You know, a lot of us go on there now and we have all of our friends. Number one, go on there and any one of your customers have your assistant or, you know, on your spare time, friend your past customers, get them on. So they start to see your feeds and your messaging. But more importantly, you know, in addition to their friends, to your friends that are already on Facebook, the ones that are friends, but aren't really friends, but they clicked you and, you know, you knew them 10 years ago. All I want you to do is I want you to spend, and here's the first written takeaway. I want you to spend 15 minutes every day. You can do it at night at 8.30. You know, when the kids have gone to bed, you can do it at first thing in the morning from 8 to 8.15, but just make sure it's a steady, consistent routine. And I want you to go on social media on all three of those platforms, um, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And I want you to comment on something that somebody is saying. So it isn't, you know, likes are, are passe. You know, likes just mean, hey, I like your post, but I'm lazy. I don't want to say anything. I want you to look for, you know, things that actually you can make a comment on. And when you make a comment on your social media feeds, here's what you'll begin to realize. When you start making frequent comments, well, those people that you start making frequent comments to will slowly start making frequent comments to you. They now, for the first time ever, actually start to feel connected with you. And you'll see 
a lot of them will say, oh my God, you know what? Hey, you know, uh, you'll, you'll, sorry, a lot of you will say, oh my God, you know, for the first time, these people are actually sending me private messages saying, hey, we're connected on Facebook. I'm watching your stuff. You know, you've been, you know, thanks for commenting on my stuff. Are the rates really, you know, at the lowest they've been? Is there really an opportunity to consolidate debt or, or refinance? Hey, I got this problem with my credit. Can we discuss it? It's amazing because I had lunch with Doug Newfeld last week and Doug's a, just an incredible owner uh, with DLC. He'd been with us for years before DLC was with Mortgage Center. Uh, just a really bright guy. And, and, you know, all these years in the business, he's still looking uh, for ways to improve his business. And, you know, he was at one of the events in December. And last week he said to me, Gary, I, you know, he goes, it, it's, it's, uh, he goes, I'm that guy. He goes, I hated social media. You know, I have friends on there, but I never updated, never posted. And he goes, you know, when you, you know, brought up that all I have to do is go on there and just make comments. And the comments could be something like, oh my God, what a beautiful picture, right? Of your little girl. She's, she's gorgeous. She looks a lot like you. I can see the apple didn't fall far from this tree, right? It has to be like meaningful. You have to make a little effort in the comment, right? It could be, oh, wow. I just saw the wedding pictures of your daughter. Holy smoke. She is stunning. I bet you can't wait to have grandbabies now. Just something where they're going to go, oh my God, thank you for the comment. Yeah, no, I can't wait either. You're just starting that whole. Anyway, Doug said to me, I can't believe it, Gary. Like, you know, like I'm not the kind of guy who could post on a regular basis. I can't write, you know, curriculum and that sort of stuff. I, I'm not very, you know, handy when it comes to design work. So I can't make fancy posts. Uh, but all I started doing is commenting on other people's feeds. And holy smokes, is that ever working for me? So it's very, very simple, right? So social media. I want you to go 15 minutes a day and I want you to find ways to comment to people who are already on those feeds. I want you to also have your assistant or yourself look through all of your databases and I want you to friend all those people on social media, okay? We are gonna talk about using social media lists. So social media, Facebook has something like, you know, it's called a, a feed list. So you can monitor the feeds anytime any people that you wanna you know, sort of keep front and center and build a deeper relationship with, you can monitor their feeds on a daily basis. So you might have 10 or 15 or 20 or maybe even 30 names on your feed list so that you're looking for opportunities to make expected, unexpected emotional connections. So, you know, again, guys, and I'm covering a lot of stuff here and I hope I'm being clear. I don't want you to overthink social media, but don't just ever say happy birthday to somebody on social media right? It's lazy. It just, you know what? You have to go deeper than that. You have to go, oh my God, happy birthday. What is that? 39. Wow. You look incredible for 39. You know, Hey, we haven't connected for a long time. You know, just want to say, say hello sometime, right? Just little things like that, that, you know, that make the, the difference. Um, it's about, it's everything we do is about the words that we use. You guys have all heard me before say, you know, never send out a Christmas card that says Merry Christmas. It's a complete waste, waste of time and money. If you send out something that said, Hey, Merry Christmas. You're one of the kindest families that I, you know, dealt with last year. And I really, really enjoyed meeting, you know, you and, and you're both, you know, your two kids, you know, uh, Peter and Daniela, you know, you have an amazing family. Hope you have a great holiday. That alone separates you. That's, that separates you from ordinary to extraordinary. That's the little consistent things that you can do so easily on all of your marketing and all of your connections every single day that make you stand out because you've made the effort and you've actually recognized and validated the good in somebody else. You know, I have spent 30 minutes on social media religiously, at least 30 minutes on social media for several years. I'm always on there commenting and posting. And, you know, I probably refer out a hundred mortgage deals a year. 
because people who I haven't even stayed in touch with just, you know, start, you know, uh, uh, returning those comments and start messaging me directly. But more importantly, people get to understand who you are authentically. And when they get that, they realize they like you. And when they like you, they want to become raving fans. So, you know, fairly simple. So here is um, sort of the simple step-by-step. If you can make a post yourself once a week, I only want you to make a post once a week. And it can just be, hey guys, it's the beginning of the year. Did you know the rates are still at, the, at, at you know, near the lowest in history? You know, there's, there's actually never been a better time to, you know, do a mortgage checkup, to, you know, consolidate high interest credit card debt into, you know, one low mortgage payment. Um, you know, there's never been a better time to look at investment properties. Um, you know, if I can ever help you out, you know, please, I work with Canada's National Mortgage Group. Uh, today, uh, every day in Canada, we fund more and more mortgages than any other Canadian bank. And the reason why you add something like that in is if you are going to post once a week, it just validates that, you know, your company is real and that, you know, you are strong and that you are an authority in there. But that's your one post a week, something like that. It could be an article that Dr. Sherry Cooper has written that you have copied and pasted. It could be a good book that you read that you want to put on there. Just something so your account looks active and not dormant. Okay. Um, number uh, two, um, your, um, the one thing you want to keep in mind is, is you don't want to get caught in the old typical, my rates are the lowest, my service is the best. Everybody says that, right? That's so passe. That's not going to get anybody's attention. Okay. So again, spend 15 minutes a day commenting. Oh my God, that photo is incredible. Your daughter's so beautiful. You know, I know where she got her brains from. Um, you know, uh, just holy smokes, I'm envious. You know, you, you became a grandma. I can't wait till I am. Um, and, and I want you to look into sort of those feed lists. So on social media, it's called monitoring uh, your social feeds. And you can put 10 or 15 or 30 people on that feed list. Anyone who is high impact in your business, maybe a really good referral that you worked with for a long time. Uh, maybe a customer that sent you a ton of business, maybe a really important underwriter. And what you're doing is, is you're actually seeing their post uh, every single day as they make new ones. So you can be certain to take those opportunities to connect with them. And, and maybe guys, when something comes up in their life uh, and it's meaningful and impactful, like a baby or a wedding or a death in their family, that's a really opportune time to send that person a very, you know, inexpensive gift that just says, Hey, I'm thinking about you with, you know, words that, you know, uh, resonate with them. And what they're going to do is they're going to go, Oh my God, I just can't believe this person. Like they're the best. I mean, you know, they went out of their way to send me a, a gift and it became a, you know, a unexpected emotional connection, which kind of, we're going to talk a little bit more of, uh, here in a minute. Okay. So that was the first segment on building raving fans, social media and how to do it. Okay. The, the next section is targets. Now I talk a lot about database guys and that is priority number one. We did that on last call. I'm going to touch on a little bit again today, but you know, a lot of you, you know, have said to me, Gary, I have a great database and I'm focusing on it and I've got that taken care of. I, you have my word and that alone is going to, you know, make your business skyrocket this year. But a lot of you have come back and said, you know, could you help me, you know, find new referrals? Could you help me find, you know, uh, new partners that, you know, uh, that will send me business. It could be a realtor. It could be a financial partner. It could be, you know, a bank loan officer that you want to work with for a turn down business. It could be an accountant or a debt consolidator, uh, anyone who you would love to work with, who, you know, could be a really good source of uh, referring you business. So what I've done for years 
And, you know, guys, I probably recruited two and a half or $3 billion over the last three or four years off the side of my desk with large teams, you know, by, by employing this strategy. So I call it my dream 10 strategy. And I'm going to send you a tracking chart after this call. It's called a dream 10 tracking chart for new business partners. So again, it's those partners that you know can send you lots of business. It's a realtor. So let me go through that. So, you know, the first thing I wanna, I wanna you know, say there's six steps to uh, attracting any new referral partner. And I use the word attracting, right? Because anything I've ever chased in my life ran. So if you chase someone, chase someone, chase someone, you know, and you're just saying, hey, I'm good, I'm here, I'll give you great service and, and, and fast response, that's not gonna separate you. So what you wanna do is you wanna build raving fans. So I promise you, if you follow these next six steps, any referral partner in your community, in your city, wherever you live that you wanna work with, you will eventually get. And they will be raving fans of yours and they will send you all of their business. Now, there's a couple of, of caveats. If, you know, if you're a $15 million producer uh, in mortgages, uh, it's not going to be realistic for you to go after the number one Remax realtor in your city and, and expect them. We have to find our own tribe. So, you know, your target when you're making a list of, of who you want to bring on as partners has to be like-minded people. It has to be sort of, you know, a, a middle of the road uh, realtor. If, if you're, you know, young and hip and, and using social media and doing all your business by text, you want to make a list of realtors are loan officers that are young and hip and of similar age uh, and, 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 you know, sort of your tribe. If you are, you know, if, if Farsi is your, is your native language, you know, you want to make a list of Farsi realtors that you want to target. We want to, you know, you've heard, you know, the, the, you know, you've heard me say this many times before, you know, we can only track what we are. So, you know, if you're a top mortgage agent in the country and you're one of our top 10, you go after the top realtors in Canada because they're going to identify with you being one of the top. They're one of the top. People want to hang with their own tribe. It's the exact same reason why Bill Gates and Warren Buffett are best friends. You know, they eventually found each other because they want to hang with their own tribe. You guys have heard me say before that, you know, a, a, it's very, very, very hard for an owner of a mortgage company who does $10 million a year in personal business to attract an $80 million a year, you know, broker. It will happen sometimes for a short period of time, but the point is when you're making your list of who you want to make partners, try to, you know, uh, make that list of people who are very similar and a very similar position uh, where you're at and you'll find that you'll connect and resonate uh, much faster and it'll be a much more, you know, strong relationship. Um, so it's just like, I explained that it's just like high school, right? High school, the drum kids, the band kids found the band kids, the smokers found the smokers, the jocks found the jocks, you know, the library kids find the, found the library kids. We, we all just eventually find our, so there is six steps. So the number one is identify uh, 10 people that you want to work with. It could be five, but no less than five, no more than 10, because it's some work to stay in touch with these. Number two, you want to decide the frequency in which you want to now start reaching out to these targets. So I recommend 10 touches a year. And out of those 10 touches, three are just emails, you know, or text. So 10 touches a year, three emails, two letters reminding them what you do and how great they are, one card a year, and four small gifts. So you're going to take my rhythm chart. It's a calendar from January to December. I've already mapped out all the touch points. This rhythm chart goes on your wall beside your desk, and either you or your assistant 
on a scheduled basis make 10 touches a year to these referral partners that you would like to work with. And I promise you very shortly that referral partner is going to say, Oh my God, you're amazing. I'm sorry. I didn't respond to your first letter or, or your email, but then you sent me, you know, this really cool sort of emotional unexpected gift and guys, they're not expensive gifts. They're 20 or $25 maximum. And they're going to go, wow. I mean, you know what? You are doing something that nobody else is doing and they are going to be raving fans and they're going to eventually reach out to you and set a meeting. So there is six, six steps. I want to go through it. Right. So the one is make your list. Number two is decide frequency. I've kind of decided it for you when you're chasing new business targets, that's 10 times a year. So really the emotional connection there is, is, is four unexpected uh, gifts, three texts uh, per year at a card. Uh, number three is start delivering on that dream 10 rhythm chart as scheduled. So you're going to send them an introductory letter an email telling them who you are, who the company is, what's different about us. Hey guys, I'm with, the DLC group of companies, we fund more business than any other bank in Canada every single day. I'm right here in your local market. Uh, you know, uh, I wanted to reach out with you. I uh, would love the opportunity to get to know you. I think I can really help you get more of your deals, you know, finance or the very best in the business. February, you're going to send out a small gift, you know, and you're going to be sincere and gracious. Just, hey, you know, great chatting with you or hope you received my letter. You know, I came across this book. I thought it might, you know, be uh, helpful for you. Write a really, really nice inscription on the inside, uh, you know, a flap, send that to them. Your, your words on the inside of that flap and your words on that email and text are more important than the actual gift itself, right? There again, no more hope you're doing well. I hope you enjoy this book. It has to be like, hey, I know you're an awesome realtor in this market. I come across your name all the time. I see your advertising. It's funny because I don't think you and I have actually sat down and uh, met. Just wanted to let you know that, you know, I have a little bit, you know, of opening for take on a couple of new referral partners this year. I'd love to get together with you. I've heard amazing good things about you. Do you know the difference guys from saying that to just sending a, a, a letter or saying, Hey, let's work together. Can we meet for lunch? But you're going to do it consistent. That is the key. Step four, follow up with a, a phone call, you know, and do not say, Hey, did you get my gift? Or Hey, did you get my letter? You're just going to follow up. You're going to say, Hey, it's Gary. I'm checking in. Just wanted to say hello. How's the start of the year been for you? Listen, uh, if there's anything I can do for you, I'm looking maybe to work with one or two more, one, one or two new realtors this year. Uh, you know, I've heard good things about you. Uh, and they're going to say, oh, yeah, well, thanks for calling, right? You, 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 sent, you sent me a gift that was so kind of you, so thoughtful of you. Eventually, when you are doing this consistently over time, I promise you 100% you will get these people. Because when you are nice and you are generous and you are thoughtful consistently over time, they eventually get to the point where they go, Oh my God, I can't avoid this person. This person's amazing. The broker I'm working with now isn't doing that, right? The bank that I'm working with isn't doing that. I actually like this person. They become raving fans. And once they're raving fans, they start saying to other realtors, use my person, use Gary. He's awesome. He's incredible. And you know, a gift that you're going to send four times a year, guys, I mean, literally, and I have uh, the rhythm chart here, you can do 10 realtors, total cost, three emails, text, two letters, one card, and four small gifts for $110 a year right? Your gifts are, 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 you know, they don't have to be expensive. It's the thought and the words that matter. So, you know, when you're doing the follow-up call, even if you leave a voicemail, right, it's going to go something like, Hey Daryl, it's Gary from DLC. I just want to drop you a quick note and say hello. Hope the year started off great for you. As you know, DLCs, we're incredibly busy here. We do more mortgages than any bank in the country every day. If I can ever help you with anything, please feel free to reach out. Here's my email and here's my personal cell number. 
you know, and you can leave that and they're going to get that. That's almost as powerful as speaking to them, but you want to send it via email and you also want to send it via voicemail. Step five is make sure that those top 10 people on your dream uh, 10 list are on your social media feed because those are the people you want to review any of the posts they make and you want to make sure you're commenting on it because it's just another way to resonate and connect and connect. Sixth step, and I'll summarize these, is rinse and repeat. Eventually, you know, they're going to call and say, yeah, let's have lunch. Let's get together, you know, show up for lunch, you know, do a little homework on their business before you go there so you can prove that you care. You know, again, show up with a book or a box of chocolates or just some small sort of small gift that separates you. So I don't believe in paying realtors money, guys. If a realtor ever says to you, what are you going to pay me for your referral? Say to them, you know what? I'm the top mortgage company in Canada. If you have a mortgage broker right now wanting to pay you for you sending them business, you're talking about, you know, eight, $10,000 commissions. I would think you would want your deal done properly so your deal closes, right? We've never paid a commission. It isn't what we do, but what it will do is help you get much more of your business done. And when you say that, they go most of the time, always they go, oh my God, yeah, 100%. Or the other question is, if you have someone who's looking to pay you for business, business is the busiest it's ever been right now. The rates are the lowest in history. If they are willing to pay you money, I would question what kind of mortgage agent they are. And that's usually enough to discount that. Okay, so the sixth step is rinse and repeat, right? You're gonna continue to send things out on that rhythm chart, you know, over the course of the year until you've actually built an undeniable relationship with these guys. So number one, sit down today, make a list of 10 people who you wanna go after, decide the frequency. I'm gonna send you the frequency uh, Dream 50 rhythm chart. Start um, uh, connecting with them, sending them gifts, the letters, the text, follow up with a phone call. The purpose is to maybe get lunch with them. Step five is to make sure that you've added them on social media because it's so easy to regularly stay in touch with them and to you know find good things they're doing and comment about it. And six, number six is rinse and repeat. Okay, here's a few key uh, pointers. The more personal your messages are, the more success you're going to have. If you can ever send a small gift that is personally or inscribed with their own name or the company on them, it is unbelievably powerful. People like to know you've made the extra effort. You know, if they've you know, recently received an award from the company, you know, uh, and it's posted on Facebook, take that Facebook post to your printer, have them, you know, blow it up to a size where you get the best resolution and frame it for them. If you take a picture they're proud of and you frame it, if it's framed, it goes on the wall. If it's not framed, it doesn't. You are now on their wall, right? They are going to appreciate that you've made the effort. Speed, when they finally do call you or reach out and say, hey, let's get together. Speed is everything. Speed is your secret, you know, um, your secret uh, advantage. Uh, the referral targets have lots of choices. So if they send you a text at eight o'clock at night because all of a sudden you've made yourself top of mind or you've been doing nice things. And if you respond at 801 and go, hey, you know, Bob, yeah, good to hear from you. Yeah, yeah. They are instantly going to go and hang out and go, wow, that person's good. I have made a complete business career on it. I have built huge companies on speedy response. I get a kick out of when someone, when someone sends me an email, if, I, if I'm around and I receive it, if I can quickly go, hey, hey, you know, hey, Daryl, hey, hey, Tina, great to hear from you. Yeah, yeah, no, what's up, right? I know they go, the CEO of that company has responded to me in five minutes or less. Oh my God, I know I built raving fans. And all I did is respond quickly. Sure, you guys, you can't always do it, but it will be the number one thing to build your business, right? And it's also the number one thing that is most disregarded that you aren't doing. A lot of you say, oh, I'll call back tomorrow. It doesn't, it's not important or I can't do anything tonight. Well, I promise you. I mean, it's one of the things that all top performers, you know, have a way to respond 
with really, really, you know, nice words, a smile in their words, and they respond quickly. You'll be blown away the impact on, on, you know, on responding. This is also to all of your clients. This isn't just the customers that you're chasing, right? The new potential, you know, target partners. This is anywhere in your business. When you respond quickly, people just go, oh, wow, do I like this person? So it's something that's so easy that a lot of us don't do. Okay, so I'm gonna send you that rhythm chart, guys, with exactly, I promise you that what I just went through has been my number one secret, right, in many years. I have made a list, I have targeted the brokers, the offices, the owners, the lenders, the relationships in business. I have made sure that my messaging is consistent. I monitor social media every single day. I send small, unexpected emotional gifts, you know, typically four times a year, about every quarter. And then I respond quickly. And that in itself, I promise you, will change your business almost overnight. It's just a matter of, of getting the habit, the discipline, and the consistency in there. And I'm sending you that rhythm chart on exactly how to do that. Okay, the next thing we're gonna talk about again, guys, uh, the third uh, focus on our raving fans is we wanna build raving fans in our database. So again, because not all of you were on that first call, if you weren't on that first call January, January 7th, please get the audio recording. Uh, I have had hundreds of testimonials saying, oh my God, I'm so busy, I'm off the hook, I'm making appointments like crazy. I sent that you know, letter out. I provided you guys all a letter to your database that reminds them of exactly what you do. Remember I said to them, don't decide who it can go to and who it doesn't go to. If it was a recent customer, don't worry about not sending it to someone who wasn't, you know, a customer that actually transacted with you. Send it to everybody. It won't hurt. You don't have to put any roadblocks in front of you. Just get it sent out. If you do that, I promise you, you're going to have a very fast start. We know that when we surveyed 500 of our top performers, 60 to 100% of their business came from repeat and referral customers. So if that's the case, why aren't we spending, you know, 60 to 100% of our time on our database? We are chasing new business. And I want you to do that, guys. We just went through a whole program to do that. But I want you to do that only secondary to working on your database. Okay? So the first thing you need to do is make sure you have a clean database. So a lot of you say, you know what? I've done a great job as a mortgage broker, but I haven't done a very good job working on my database. Uh, or some of you have taken one step further and you are working on the DLC, you know, a client manager or the MA Eximius or the MCC Mortgage Connect. And all of those systems have a set it and forget it email campaign that emails your customers on a schedule, you know, throughout the year about, you know, happy birthdays, about that letter that I just, you know, posted that is now, you know, set up and ready to go about your mortgage anniversary, a set it and forget it, you know, email goes up to your customers, uh, you know, nine months out, six months out, three months out, 30 days out when a mortgage uh, reviews. If you're, not set up and you don't have at least those toggles set up on your DLC client manager, your MCC or your MA database, it's 911 time for you. You need to call Mary at DLC.ca, Greg at DLC.ca. You need to call, you know, your contact, whether it's Manesh or whether it's, you know, uh, or whether it's Michelle or, or Barb or Ryan, you need to get this done. We're on high alert. We will walk you through that. If you have a database that doesn't do that, call us and we will put you on Client Connect. Our, our client, our, our, our DLC database that we've been using, the client manager, 
does all those things. It's set it and forget it. And it brings you a ton of business. You need to at least get those auto defaults programmed into your database today. Okay. You also need to clean your database up. So you need to have your assistant or hire a temp and they need to start with your oldest customer in your database and they need to build raving fans and how they're going to do it is until it's completely done, they're going to call every client you've ever done business with. And they're going to say, Hey, it's Tina calling on behalf of, you know, uh, Gary, who, you know, Tracy, whoever the mortgage broker is. Uh, listen, Tracy's on the other line in the, in the office, but she reminded me that uh, we haven't reached out to you in a very long time. And she wanted me just to touch bases. It's early in the new year and just see if there's anything we could do, you know, and help you with around mortgage finance. The rates are, are really low right now and it's a busy time of year for us. And that customer is going to say, oh my God, I'm glad you called. Thank you. Are they going to say, no, no, I'm good, but thanks very much. And you're going to say, great. Well, I appreciate it. Listen, hope you're doing well. The other thing I wanted to do with this call is I wanted to make sure that uh, I had all of your information and it was all updated. Can you please give me the best number to text you at? Can you please make sure and confirm this is your proper email address? Can you make sure and confirm this is your proper home address? And that assistant, are you, or that temp that you're gonna hire in and spend the money is for the first time ever gonna build you an unbelievably clean database. What you're going to find is that by making those calls and doing that checkup, you're going to find that you're gonna have so much business uh, Lucy from uh, Lucy um, from our group sent me an email. I think I posted it on Facebook on this week. And she goes, Gary, I never made those calls to my customers. I was worried about being too salesy. She goes, and you know what? When I got off your, your last call, I started making those calls. I used the script that you had sent out. And she said, oh my God, it was so easy. You won't believe the response. I can't remember the number, Lucy. I, I posted it on Facebook, I think. But she got 12 mortgage applications, right? And another five appointments, you know, uh, inside of the first couple of days of making those calls. And she cleaned her database up. So, you know, there again, guys, raving fans is around focusing on words that work on those four areas that we talked about. So the third area is the database. Now, remember, guys, if you do a good job on your database and you do a, and, and your customer is happy post that experience or post that mortgage closing those comments on social media and tag them. The value of social proof is unbelievably powerful. Okay. So I want to continue to go down uh, this list. So you're just making that, that, that check-in call to clean up the database, but you won't believe how much business that you will get from that. Your job is to confirm the email, the street address, and the best number for them to receive uh, text on. Uh, you're going to make a minimum of four or five calls a day. What I would do is I would just hire a temp with a really nice voice and, you know, and I would start having them clean up your database. Now, for all of you on this call that haven't done a good job with the database or that are just self, you know, will self-admit that you're not going to do a good job. It's not your thing to stay in touch with your database. I recommended a lady by the name of Liz Hines. She owns a company called Western Broker Services. She's in BC. She does this exact service for hundreds of brokers across the country. Mostly, you know, our DLC and MCC and MA. Her email is liz at westernbrokerservices.ca. Her phone number is 604-866-6266. Liz at westernbrokerservices.ca. We'll send you that out in the follow-up as well. 604-866-6266. She will take any database you have. She will program all the letters in there. Uh, she will make sure that all of your auto default um, you know, letters are set automatically in any one of those three systems. She is dirt cheap. You might spend a couple thousand bucks a year 
for her doing this, the amount of dollars you will get immediately by doing this is, is incredible. So second point to do, emergency. Email or call Liz or immediately start doing this in your office with your assistant. You know, now if you're with DLC or you're with MCC or MA, the actual Eximius, the pre-program or the training on that CRM, Mary and Greg are on high alert. They're ready to come in and train you. You just have to make the time, make the commitment. If you do, it's like one of those things, guys. If we do the hard work and we get all the letters written, which by the way, I'm writing letters for all touch points and databases in a, in a way that I think, you know, come across and will build raving fans the way that I've written letters and connected with people for a lot of years that you guys can all use if you want. Liz will have them. Mary will have them. Greg will have them. You know, they're not going to be, hey, you know, by the way, your mortgage, you know, is up in 90 days. They're going to be uh, way more friendly than that. They're going to have, you know, much more emotional connection in that. And they're going to resonate with your customer. So they want to call you. And by this point, because you put them in that system and touched them throughout the year, you're going to start renewing 75, 80% of all of your customers, whether that's a renewal, whether that's a mortgage top up, whether that's an equity takeout, whether that's a new property. I promise you guys, you know, I'm not giving you anything that this is, you know, make believe. Uh, you guys know me better. I'm only the facts, man. So this is what I'm, I'm setting up for you. So I want you to call our people. I want you to get your database on here. We want to make sure all the letters that go to your database are words that work. I'm going to be uh, reviewing all of those communications and helping you make those changes so that when they do go out, it automatically generates, uh, you know, the response that we want. The fourth target today that I said that we have to focus on and that we can build raving fans with. And we build raving fans, we do more business, more people like us, they support us. So the fourth is existing business partners. This is one of the biggest fails that I see. Guys, you know, people make the mistake of just, you know, getting caught up in life and not engaging. And as I said to you, it is so easy to spend a minute and send a quick text or a quick email or pick up the phone and call someone who has supported your business. You have some key people in your business that some of you are doing a really good job, you know, using them, you know, uh, to work with you and you're supporting them and they're supporting you. Most of you are working with your key business partners and that would be your favorite underwriter. That would be maybe your favorite BDM that you call to run a deal by, you know, uh, that would be, um, you know, your assistant, uh, you know, that would be, you know, your realtor that has sent you that business, your, um, you know, any person who, who, you know, is out there. We need to realize that these people are vital to your success. They can either help you or they can hinder you. So if your underwriter loves you, they'll escalate that deal. They'll make exceptions. If they can't get a deal done, often they'll spend the time and tell you, you know, how to package it or where to send it. Uh, they will fight on your behalf when, you know, when something needs to get, get done. If you don't have that relationship with you, you're just another broker and they're busy, right? But if you've sent them, you know, little small appreciative gifts a couple times a year, if you've sent them just a, a text today and just said, hey, Julia, I noticed that the response last night came at 7 p.m. God, I didn't know you were still there. I can't believe it. I work with a lot of underwriters, uh, but you're special. And I just want to tell you that I really appreciate you. Thank you, Gary. They're going to, in their mind, go, A, they appreciate being appreciated. But B, they're going to go, that, that work broker is so unbelievable they're going to look to ways to build your business. So I have built a rhythm chart guys. So I'm sending you two rhythm charts. One is to manage your dream 50 for going after uh, new targets that can refer your business. 
and the second rhythm chart is a detailed, consistent stay in touch program that also goes on your wall beside your desk. So, you know, four times a year, you can just reach out and you reach out to your underwriters, to maybe your favorite realtors, to your financial planners, to your appraisers that you like to use, to your lawyer, to your bank manager, and you're gonna do what no other mortgage broker does regularly and consistently, you're going to love those people on a regular basis. So, you know, in March, you might send them a personalized card that just says how much you appreciate them, how great they are, maybe with a $1 scratch ticket in it, something Liz can do all that for you guys happily. In June, you're gonna send them, you know, uh, a thing of, of candy. I remember one October, I sent out those plastic, uh, you know, trick or treat, you know, jugs that you get at Walmart that kids walk around with with the, with the black handle. And I stuffed it full of candy and I sent it out to, you know, all of my, 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 my really, you know, current business partners that have helped me build my business. Well, my God, each, you know, uh, yellow, you know, Halloween pumpkin candy, you know, plastic container might've cost me 12 or 14 bucks to fill it. And it was huge. They, they just said, thought it was so special and so thoughtful. So I have a rhythm chart, guys. You know, you're going to send them cookies by George, right? It's going to cost you very little money. They'll deliver these high-end cookies and attend to them at work. And who are they going to talk about? You, the mortgage broker. And most mortgage brokers look at our partners and we go, what can you done for me lately? Have you got any Canucks tickets? Can you do this? Can you make an exception? And they will do all of that, guys. But asking, you'll never get it. If you give and give and give. If you send a message to your underwriter on a regular basis, basis just telling her how, how great she is, how important she makes you feel. If you send her a you know, $10 Starbucks card, you are going to build raving fans at every area of your life. And when you build raving fans, business just absolute pours in, okay? So just a couple of quick points. Um, you know, recognizing anyone who's helped you in your business, your key business partners. We have a schedule called the Rhythm Chart for it. I'm gonna help you be consistent. They can help or they can hinder uh, you. Uh, they'll also tell you if you're an owner when an agent is making a move that they've heard about. So your BDMs, whether they're supposed to or not, they, they you know, they do. Um, you know, so make sure that you realize that these are your friends. These are your soldiers, right? You know, stop putting your hand out and be different. You know, y'all know guys that giving starts the, the receiving. So that's sort of the fourth piece. I'm going to wrap really quickly here on this call guys. And you know, there again, I had so much on here and that's why I'm going to go to 30 minute calls where I just take one subject at a time. It's better for you. It's shorter, but you only get the meat and potatoes. This is a lot to digest. I am going to send you all this audio file as well that we're on this call today because I want you to re-listen to this and there's a lot of takeaways. Um, but if you're on this call right now, I want you to do a few things for me, please. Number one, friend me on social media. I do a lot of communication on social media. I advertise a lot of this training on social media. So if you haven't friended me on social, um, you know, on one of those three, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, or Instagram, uh, please do. Um, use social proof, guys. If you can go online and you can find one of your customers or one of your key business partners or someone who you want to do business with, or even your friends that are posting something important to them online, go on there, make a comment, spend 15 minutes a day. You don't have to do any posts one a week. That's all you have to do about your business. Do it on your personal page and you will find that people very quickly will realize how, uh, you know, that they don't, they know you better and, and, and they'll appreciate you making meaningful comments and they'll start reaching out to you and asking mortgage advice and they'll start making meaningful comments on your post, help elevate them. I'm going to send you a link guys. My next call that I'm going to do is Thursday, February 20th. And the next call is only on working with realtors. It's 30 minute fast hit on how to work with realtors, what realtors want, 
what they appreciate, what you need to do in order to keep them loyal, and how to manage and handle realtors because they can be a handful as we all know. So it's a 30 minute. So when you get that link out, guys, you know, click on that right away. Make sure you go through your rhythm chart on staying in touch with your business partners, partners in your dream 10. Uh, make sure you re-listen to the audio of this call. Make sure that you send Tara an email. If you didn't listen or, or were on that goal setting call of January 7th, one last favor to ask, and this is what I'm asking of all of you all the time, if you picked up a nugget that was helpful today, if I reminded you of something, if you're going to all of a sudden in every interaction in your life going forward, you know, don't just do the minimum. Yeah. Thank you. The short response, spend an extra, you know, 15 or 20 words and make sure your words shine, you know, and, and, and make a comment that, that is, that is, that is authentic to these people and genuine. Uh, you'll see your business skyrocket. We're building this huge, you know, uh, groundswell around the Canadian mortgage space right now because of all this training that we're doing and all these modules that we're doing throughout this year. The one favor I'm going to ask for you is quickly go onto social media today and just say, listen to Gary's call. Had some great nuggets. You know, uh, a lot of you have been posting already on my social media about the impact of these letters and these calls uh, and the impact of building Raven fans and how easy it is. And that makes, you know, uh, for a great groundswell around the industry. People look and they go, oh my God, I want to join your team. Or your customers look at it and they see the activity because they see everything you post and it reminds them to stay in touch with you. So it would mean a lot to me if you got any value out of this call. If you go on to social media and just say, hey, attended the, the one hour seminar with, uh, with Gary at DLC, tag Eddie and Rich and Dustin and Scotty and Michelle and you know, all of our people as well. Uh, I would be very, very appreciative. Like always, guys, I'm an easy guy to get a hold of, Gary at DLC.ca. Thank you very much for tuning in. I do apologize for going five minutes late. I know it was a lot to take in. We are going to get better and better and better at narrowly focusing some of this messaging. Have a great day.